Welcome to Story Over Everything with Edward Atwell and Chaz Reed. What's going on, everybody? This is Aaron Edward Atwell from Edward Atwell Films, here with my co-host and nugget of the day giver, Chaz Reed. What's happening, Chaz? Oh, man, another beautiful day, another beautiful day, (laughs) another beautiful nugget. What's going on, man? Another beautiful day, another beautiful nugget. Uh, Well, Chaz, since we're pre-recording this episode, I'm going to give a glimpse forward onto my week. Um, What I've got going on is today, um, I'm going to go inside and go to sleep after this uh, because I feel like I got hit by a truck. Um... (laughs) And then let's see, tomorrow uh, I've got a meeting with Nick from the group. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Dezern. I don't know if that's the right way. Mm. Um, me, Nick, and another filmmaker are going to meet up and have some lunch uh, at a place called Four Saints down in Asheboro, North Carolina. Oh, man. Uh, so shout out to Four Saints. Uh, this episode is not sponsored by them uh, yet. Shout out to Asheboro. But, uh, let's see, on Tuesday night, Chaz, Tuesday night is the biggest night we've had in a long time, probably about a year. It's uh, Tuesday you know what's night. happening tomorrow night? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's what, what's happening like, tomorrow Tuesday. night? Tuesday voting. No, no, Chaz, I don't care about that. Come uh, on, man. I mean, you should care about that. Let me back I mean, up. That's definitely like, important. Get out and vote. Uh, uh, what what's happening tomorrow night, Chaz? Is it? No. <laughs> tomorrow night we have. Your Kentucky University Wildcats versus the Duke Blue Devils. And what? Oh god! What do you mean? College basketball is half my life, man. Um, the other half is my family. But Kentucky Wildcats play Duke. Uh, so if you try to message me anytime tomorrow evening, people listening, uh, I'm sorry I didn't answer uh, because I will not be near a phone or humans when I watch basketball games. Um, then Wednesday, I got a meeting with Brian over at Fairview. Um, Wednesday morning about our uh, little situation we got going over there. Hopefully it works out uh, to our benefit. Uh, then the rest of the week I'm pretty clear. I've got some editing to do. Uh, might play some golf this weekend depending on the weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just generally, you know, enjoy a good week. What do you got going on, Chess? Oh uh, man, um, this weekend, man. You know, I might go go swing the old nine iron too and play some putt putt, but. Um, <laughs> I'm lying about that. I'm I'm not gonna go play butt putt. Um, um, let's see here. I'm strolling through my agenda. Um, Friday, I have a commercial shoot. Yeah. Um, with the chef, so that should be pretty cool. Um, with the chef. Yeah. Nice. Um, and Saturday, I have nothing. Which is pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I think I only have three weddings left the rest of the year, and nice. after that, I think I'm off for like two months without a wedding. There we go. What are you, you gonna know? do in those two months? Oh man, I'm probably gonna sleep. Yeah. Right. Catch up. <laughs> Hibernate like a bear, and um, then after I'm well rested, I'll, I'll come out swinging on my next wedding. Um, no. I'm going to do a lot of administrative stuff. You know, when you're a one-man band, it's hard to do every single thing. And Very you hard. tend to get lost in a lot of the the, the different email traffics, the different marketing things, the websites, updating this, updating that, uploading this. Yeah, I got to do it. So um, that's pretty you know, much I would... probably what I'm going to be doing. And Aaron, you're going to stop <laughs> cutting me off. I promise you are. I'm sorry, man. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't help it. When I, I've got some on my mind, I gotta say it or I forget. 
speaking of that speaking of that one man band stuff um i am much the same as you uh although i do have some help um but it's surprising sometimes when i go back and try to clean out my email i find a lot of inquiries that i'm like i didn't even know this person sent anything um and some of them are like really solid leads Mm -hmm. uh, that i just miss um so that's definitely important admin i've got to get better at admin um, because sometimes people are like, oh my gosh, I love your work. Like, please tell me you're free on my day. Like, you know, we're ready for a deposit whenever you're, you know, you can contact us. Mm-hmm. And it's just like two months later, I'm like, hey, not sure if you're still looking. I know your wedding's tomorrow, but I uh, just want to, just want to touch base. <laughs> um, and that's needless right. to say, they are not still looking. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's cool. But dude, we've got a, uh, another special guest on today. Well, he's not really special, but you know, he's a mediocre guest. Yeah, um, sorry. <laughs> No, I'll go ahead and introduce you. Uh, it's Luke Strage. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly this time, uh, of Strage Media. And he's giving me the thumbs up, so we're good to go. Uh, Luke, tell us a little about yourself, man. What's what's happening in your life right now? Yeah, definitely. So as far as like just life in general, so I recent college grad, uh, undergrad, the in December 2017, just started full-time uh, like corporate world work in January and always had like a passion and interest in video and editing production and recently I was talking with a friend from work and it was her wedding coming up and I figured why not and wanted to dip my toes into the wedding industry and film industry in general and offered to shoot her wedding and that was back in September and now starting to try to build myself in the wedding industry and you can find me at Stragy Media either on Facebook or Instagram. So the same, mm-hmm. the same name, and then <clears throat> just getting more and more into shooting weddings. Have a few booked, which which is pretty nice. And yeah, that's, that's a bit about myself. Yeah, we're up to speed. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so yeah, so we, we're bringing Luke on. So in the last episode, you guys, uh, we had on Kyle Tindall of Kyle Tindall Films, um, who was a beginner and now is no longer a beginner. Um, he's kind of evolved from that stage, if you will. And so we have on uh, Luke today as a beginner. Um, so, you know, Luke has got a solid start. Um, but like, you know, he just mentioned, uh, September was his first ever wedding. And, well, besides his own, I'm assuming. You are married, I right, am Luke? married, yes. Yeah, okay. So he went to his own wedding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, at least that's my understanding of how they work. He his own wedding, guys. So <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't uh, count. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that maybe doesn't count. Um <laughs> Oh, but God. let's, <laughs> you know what, let's, I want to talk about that for a second. Me and Chaz had a conversation uh, when he was getting married a couple weeks ago uh, about him filming in his own wedding. And I thought it would have been a cool idea. Also, let me drop another, uh, this may be my, I don't know if this is a nugget of the day, maybe just like a fun fact of the day. We need to have a soundtrack for the nugget of the day. We will. I'm going to come up with something. It's going to be like, bah, 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 nugget of the day. Something like that. Mm. Oh, that's maybe maybe cooler than that. Let's Any, move forward. Anyways, <laughs> I've got a wedding uh, coming up next March uh, in Ohio that I'm really thinking they may may let me actually be in the wedding. Um, like it's an honest conversation we've had, and I don't know how I'm going to film it being in the the groomsman's party because they're down they're short a person. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on for the listeners. You know, don't mm-hmm. count yourself out. Think outside the box. Maybe just be in the wedding and film it. <laughs> Uh, you know, <laughs> if you're looking to try some new angles, um, but let's go ahead and uh, move on to the first question. Uh, Luke, what has been your biggest struggle uh, starting out in the wedding video industry? So 
I think my biggest struggle was, so I come with a, from a business background as far as like finance goes, but not video industry. And my biggest struggle has been like, how do you get gigs? Uh, and not just how do you get gigs, but how do you get paid gigs? So right. I know for me, my first, my first wedding, I offered to do as a gift. So, so it was essentially, it was free and <laughs> essentially free <laughs> i like how you put that it was basically free like they didn't give me money but you know kind of yeah. free. well they took me out to dinner so i guess that was my payment but <laughs> oh that's nice but mm, other than that nice. so from going from shooting that first wedding whether it be free or sort of some money and then building on to that and getting a bigger client list without having to do additional uh free work and then i guess that was my biggest point struggling out Okay, so starting out, your biggest struggle is finding new customers Correct. or any customers who are willing to give you money for video. Correct. Yeah, that's a pretty common struggle, I would assume. Chaz, what was your biggest struggle when you started out, man? I think um, we didn't we talk about this on the last episode. Yeah, kind of, sort of, but I want to I want to flip it a little bit. Oh yeah, <clears throat> flip it for us. Um, I think my biggest struggle when I first started filming wedding videos was getting the flow of things because you know weddings are so everywhere man and it it, it mm -hmm. just you'll get lost so fast like you'll feel overwhelmed but just getting used to that that you know sporadic everything that chaos you know yeah i think that was probably like my biggest struggle sometimes i still struggle with it only right? because <clears throat> excuse me you're good only because i'm so organized like in my life so when stuff isn't organized it really bothers me but um i'm surprised we get along man yeah <laughs> we don't get along you know just on the podcast oh okay this is just for the show <laughs> um dude when you said that like it kind of triggered something uh in my brain about you know when you said flipping the script uh something else that if you're starting out learn the the language of weddings mm. um so when i did my first wedding somebody was like all right we're about to go to cocktail hour i'm just thinking like i don't think that's a real i think you said that wrong because that's not something that is even a thing that people are doing right like cocktail hour is not a thing um or like processionals like receptions like you know being a young male i didn't have any clue about this stuff right. um which you know maybe some do and better better to you guys for knowing um i'm just pretty ignorant i guess when it came to weddings before the wedding started um so yeah that's a little a little tip there is to learn the language of weddings uh so when somebody says you know hey this is gonna be in 15 minutes you actually know what's in 15 minutes um, sorry to interrupt again. Uh, so Luke, you shared with us your biggest struggle as far as finding uh, clients. <laughs> let's let's dive a little deeper into that. You said you had some booked now, right? Yes. You have some more yeah, booked? So I have one booked for actually coming up in two weeks here. Uh, and then, uh, so two more left for the year, one in November, one in December. But then further out uh, later in 2019, uh, I do have a couple more booked. Nice. So what was, uh, what was, so, you know, we're talking about the struggle of finding those clients. Give us, you know, a brief description. You know, we don't have to go into super detail. Um, you know, that could probably be, the super detail can be for another cast, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as far as how to get clients. But give a quick rundown of, you know, what, what allowed you to get those clients. Yeah, definitely. So I know the, as far as I found what how I wanted to create the video and because like you guys had said there's just so much out there so much information and after mm -hmm. I put the video out there as far as getting the clients it mostly 
I've put feelers out into different wedding groups on Facebook or other outlets yeah. and offered services at a reduced or a, like a limited time price since I was just starting out. And that's really how I've gotten all my upcoming weddings. Mm. Very nice. Very nice. That's good stuff. Um, so let me ask you this next question. Chaz, do you have anything to say about what he just said there about, you know, the groups and, you know, putting fillers out? Um, how did you get your first customers? How did I get mine? I got my first customers before I shot a wedding. Like they saw my, <laughs> my like music videos and commercials and they were like, yo, you want to shoot my wedding? Sure. Whatever. Okay. Let's do it. I got you. You were just tearing it up before the wedding. You know, happened. cause that's everything that I do. It's just amazing. You know? <laughs> just amazing. So um, what about that first wedding video? You want to share it yet? <laughs> hey, Aaron, listen, I got to answer the question first. Okay. Let's keep this Sorry. on subject. Okay. Sorry. I'll keep it professional. Um, yeah, I don't, sometimes it's cool asking other people how they feel, man, but you know, that, that'll burn you too, bro. You know? Yeah. So mm -hmm. I would, I would honestly say, don't worry about other people's opinion. Think about how you feel about the video. How does it make you feel? I can remember one of my most favorite videos that I edited, bro. I started crying during my yeah. edit. And at that moment, I knew I had some fire. I didn't right. ask anybody anything. Like, I didn't care. <laughs> Because I'm a grown man, you know, I've been deployed, I've been shot at, all this crazy stuff. <laughs> if I can make a video and I make myself cry, it's going to make somebody else cry, you know. Yeah, and that's when you know it's good. <laughs> yeah, like, yo, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, man, some people ain't out there, not, not everybody that's out there is out there to help you grow, you know. Some people are trying to sabotage you. And some people are hating, you know what I'm saying? Like Aaron was hating on me yesterday when we were shooting together. You know, he was I don't saying, know about that. he was like, yo, my shot is better than yours. I was like, bro, let's be real uh, here. No, it's not, you know what I'm saying? So. But, you know, um, but on the real though, some people will really hate on you, man. And they'll be like, oh man, like your video could be super dope. And they'll, they'll man, they'll find that one thing like, oh man, you know, yeah. It was all right. Like, bro, you hate him. Why you hate him? You know? Right. So be mindful of who you're asking opinions from. Make sure they're the people that want to see you grow, honestly, you know. Um, and, 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 and people in the industry aren't always the people that you need to go to as well. Because people in the industry aren't hiring you. It's brides, you know. Ask your girlfriend. Ask your aunt, you know, your cousin, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. How does this video look? What do you think about it? And, um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got, man. Yeah, no, there's a difference uh, between criticism and constructive criticism. And I think that's a really good point to bring up is, you know, before you take something someone says and take it to heart and, you know, make the changes or, you know, think this is going to make you better, uh, definitely, you know, definitely look at it from that viewpoint. And like, is this somebody who wants to see me grow or do they actually care about me? Are they just mm -hmm. being, you know, are they just nitpicking things just to look like they're someone? Uh, which, I mean, I think we've all ran into people like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I try to give a lot of constructive criticism um, because I, I grow well from that. And, you know, if you can, it's all about communication. Like if you can communicate in a well, uh, in a way that's, you know, understandable by both parties, I think it's good. Um, but if you're speaking, you know, just out of, I don't know want to say hate, but like just hating, you know, like rudeness, um, there's too much of that. Don't be so hateful, everybody. Um, be nicer to people. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> So let's let's move on from there. Um, now that we know a little bit, you know, about Luke's struggles uh, when he was starting out and, you know, what kind of helped him, you know, go out of those struggles. What would you say, Luke, is the thing that helped you the most starting out? 
Yeah, definitely. So starting out, the thing that helped me the most is probably, so there's so much information and videos and people claiming they're the best out there to learn, like learning from Mm -hmm. and things. And I think just focusing on the simple aspects of it. And I know at first it's not something that I thought would be that simple, but like just focusing on the main parts of filmmaking with the, the story uh, composition and then also what you are trying to get the audience to feel and so yeah. I think just focusing and narrowing my like path towards learning into those little sections have really helped me continue to grow and like become what my style of shooting will be yeah that's good stuff um, which you know me and Chaz talked about this was it episode four, Chaz, or episode six, five? Mm. It may have been six, um, where we talked about simplifying gear and simplifying your approach. Um, things can get complicated quick in this industry, and adding unnecessary complication will certainly uh, mess you up somewhere down the line. Right. Um, when I'm thinking about when I first started out, what helped me the most um, was just, number one, not getting stressed out. Uh, you know, I don't get stressed about many things. Mm. Uh, thankfully, uh, I don't know why that is, but you know, a wedding, I've, I don't think I've ever been to a wedding where I was nervous or stressed out or, you know, worried or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just keep your cool, you know, keep your head cool. Um, don't put too much pressure on yourself. And the second biggest thing that helped me out was just filming more weddings, just doing it more. Right. Um, you know, not, I don't want anybody to film so many that you get burnt out, especially at a low rate, cause you can do that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you know, just the more weddings I had under my belt, the more confident I felt, you know, in my ability to shoot the weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the two things that helped me a lot. Chaz, what, what do you got going on over there as far as, you know, things that helped you out besides getting rid of that GH3? Um, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, what helped me, um, I think the book is called the, 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 the War of Art, if I'm not mistaken. The Art of War? I think you got it backwards. It's two. It's one really long one and it's one short one. I think it's okay, the War yeah. of Art. I got you. Um, the Art of War is a really long, like, military yeah, strategy yeah, book. Yeah, no, I this is this is a flip of that. <laughs> but in the book, got they you. basically described that every every basically every creative thing has came from somebody else's idea. Like you're not the mm-hmm. originator of anything, basically. Absolutely. And so, what really helped me to kind of get a feel for. Because you know we're guys, we don't we don't really attend a lot of weddings. I think before I started shooting weddings, I think I went to maybe two in my whole lifetime. Same, and one was my own. Yeah, <laughs> so we don't know a lot about them. So what helped me in the beginning was watching videos, watching wedding videos, and um, I guess kind of kind of taking tidbits and 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 pieces from what I saw, what I liked, and. Um, uh, what else? What else helped me in the beginning? Um, nothing. You're gonna run around like a chicken with your head cut off. Um, mm-hmm. Just deal with it. Like whatever. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know? Oh, I, I, no. I'm gonna save that for the negative of the day. Never mind. Oh, Go ahead. ah, Go come ahead. on, man. You can't leave us hanging. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, save it. Yeah, for the I'm end. gonna touch. <laughs> I'm gonna touch on one thing you said there, uh, and that's watching other people's wedding videos. Um. So while, you know, someone's starting out, I would encourage you to watch some videos. Um, but what I would not encourage you to do is get your inspiration from those wedding videos. Um, 
you can watch how people structure things and you know see how things are properly done um, and then break those rules as I do um, but I would encourage you to get your inspiration uh, for storytelling from real films um, or even television or books or anything you know as far as like structure and you know the the storytelling process um, because I think a lot of wedding videos are kind of lacking in that um, and also you can kind of start to compare yourself and sometimes that's dangerous to people right. uh, you know trying to compare your work with others because yeah. sure there's other people out there that I like their work um, but like Chaz said I think in the last episode that you know these people may have been doing this for 15 years mm-hmm. like of course you're not going to be there yet. I mean if you haven't done it for 15 years why would you like you don't have 600 weddings under your belt yet right. um, so you you know it, it's important not to hold yourself to a standard that's a, not a realistic standard um, with that being said I absolutely do that so you know, take that with a grain of salt. No. Um, <clears throat> Luke, you got anything else to add on that, you know, as far as uh, things that helped you starting out? Yeah, and just commenting on as far as watching <clears throat> other people's films. So that I, prior to my first wedding, and even now, I'll do it some, some but not as much. I mean, I kind of like scoured the internet for, I probably have watched over hundreds before my first, or a hundred or so before my first wedding. And I will say that right. after a while, you find things that you do and don't like, and mm-hmm. you can detect it within probably like the first 20, eh, 20 or so seconds of the video. So, Absolutely, you can. I agree but, with that. And then comparing your work, I know that's something that I still kind of do currently, and I know mm-hmm. everybody to a certain extent does do it, but that's something that mm-hmm. I've had to accept with not quite being where I can see in my head but being where I am with my actual experience, so. Yeah, no, that's that's a good one there. Um, also something else that Chaz mentioned, um, and I just forgot it. Man, I hate when I do that. I did that a couple episodes ago, where I just, you think of something and then it's gone. Um, so maybe I'll think of it in a little bit, uh, but we'll, we'll, go, <laughs> we'll go ahead and move forward with Chaz's nugget of the day. No, I'm <laughs> um, <laughs> so Luke, what is, you know, I know you're still new, um, but we're gonna go into this question uh, and, and we want it from, you know, a guy who is still fresh in the industry, um, you know, his perspective. And that is, what is the one thing in the beginning, uh, or even now, uh, that you would like to know? Like, what's one thing that is still, you know, in your mind, like, hey, man, I'd like to know this, or you would have liked to know? Yeah, so, I, so I'll answer it in two parts, because it's two different aspects. Yeah. So one is, like, like you had mentioned, what you really need to do to get better, as far as experience, is shoot more weddings. But coming from someone who wants, like i not a very patient person at times, so I just want to get out and get right. experience, even if it's not at shooting a wedding. So I guess one thing in, is, and it's still now, is how do you practice? So how do you, like mm-hmm. shooting-wise, not necessarily research or knowing knowledge, but actually physically shooting. And then to answer... Yeah, like how do you hone the right, skills? Right, how do you hone in the skills? And then the second one is when you do start getting those uh, clients or brides reaching out to you, how do you know what's appropriate as far as uh, your contact with them? Or like after you've reached out, how long, like what's the process of going from them reaching out to sealing the deal, to signing Mm -hmm. the contract, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's good information, I like that. Um, Let me, uh, I'll touch on both of those. Um, the second one first. Uh, so as far as you know, engaging with brides, um, I keep it fairly simple. 
uh, and I send them a text message every 45 minutes. Uh, <laughs> and, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> don't be a hater, Chess. This is a hater-free zone. <clears throat> no, so what I usually do uh, is I'll reach out to them initially. Uh, usually, you know, they inquire through my website. Um, and I've got a little blurb on there that asks, you know, when's a good time to call? Um, so I know, you know, based on what they say, you know, 6 p.m. on Wednesday night will be a good time to call. Um, so I call them and we'll have a conversation. And then I'll usually wait a couple days, um, depending on how the conversation goes. If they're like, hey, we can't afford that, then I'm never going to follow up with you again. Um, because, you know, like I'm not a used car salesman. I'm not out here trying to sling wedding videos for discounted prices and stuff. Um, but I'll wait a couple days, you know, if it was a good conversation. <clears throat> and then, you know, follow up again and just you know, say something like, hey, you know, Luke, I just wanted to touch base, see how the conversations were going. If there's any questions I can answer, you know, from your fiance or your family, just let me know, you know, feel free to give me a call or a text. Um, just something simple like that. Uh, usually from there, if they message back, you know, it kind of dictates, um, or if they call me back, it kind of dictates how that next conversation will go or that next follow-up. Um, but if they don't, I'll usually give it a few more days, uh, maybe like four or five, um, and just send one last message like, you know, hey, no, we haven't talked in a while. Uh, just curious if you're still interested. Uh, just figured I would touch base before, um, you know, I clear your name out of my database as far as, you know, customers. Something like that. Those aren't my exact words. I don't have my, my emails up right now. <laughs> um, but something like that, uh, which, you know, it's funny that a lot of times that's the one that gets their attention. Um, the one where they feel like, oh, this could be our last chance. Um, which, you know, just like a lot of things in sales, you know, people want the things that are moving away. So if they feel like you're about to clear their name out of the log um, and, you know, no longer contact them, uh, sometimes that can be, you know, a good thing as far as, you know, getting the sale. Um, what was the first thing you said? About, oh, about yeah, practice. practice. get better, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You need to remember um, this stuff, man. If you're gonna, If you're going to interrupt Chaz... You better be remembering every freaking thing you, you interrupted me on. I really, right? I really should. I've got, I've got a limited memory. I've got so much in my brain. It's just hard to wade through the waters of my brain. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I'm gonna get better about interrupting you. It's something I'm working on, man. Uh, you know, it's just, you just gotta have a little bit of grace with me, and I appreciate that. <laughs> um, no. So for practicing, man, uh, the best advice I can give you know anybody listening is just to practice. So like you have the camera and I knew like when I first started out, like sometimes you feel a little bit dorky, just like filming things like, Hey, there's some trees in front of my house or like, you know, in public places, like, are these people going to feel weird if I'm just videoing them? Um, but you should definitely check, you know, the laws in your state, uh, or country about filming people in public places. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so what I did is like, I literally practice on everything. Like I would film my kids, our pets, um, you know, slow motion, some trees blowing in the, the wind, try to get creative shots, um, try to get creative composition. And it's not going to be the same as a wedding, but if you can master your camera and its abilities before the wedding, that's just one more thing off your mind that mm -hmm. you don't really have to be concerned with. Um, Chaz, what do you got on those two things, man? Do you got anything? Um, for question number one, I would say, man, when I first started out, bro, I would... <clears throat> I think my first my first test film with my Sony, I just went to the park, man. I went yeah. to the park and like I just walked around with the camera and I filmed anything that I saw dope and um it was just 
it, I just I just filmed anything, even though it was super lame. Like I won't walk around the house like filming cups and and stupid stuff. Hey, I, would, I would I would try <laughs> to make, you know, try to make some sense out of whatever I was filming. So, <clears throat> um, just it's really just you know if you're gonna film at the house, film a person. You know, um, inanimate objects to me, um, it's just kind of boring filming. So. You want something yeah. that it kind of challenge you mentally a little bit, um, and I just shot everything. Like I said, like I told at the beginning of the podcast, I started filming in 2012. I didn't get any wedding into wedding. My first wedding was like 2016, 2015. Okay. So you know, I pretty much had experience filming different things, yeah. and you know, a wedding was just a whole another a different aspect of filming for me. So. It's just real, really just capturing whatever. Throw some dope music on that joint, man. Try to make you like a little Instagram teaser that's like 30 seconds or something. Slap it out there and um, just drive on, man. Um, so far as question number two, um, which I forgot now. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, as far as following up with clients, like how, how yeah, do you know when to engage yeah, with yeah. them and stuff like that. So I'm really bad at that. I need to get a CRM program. Um, yeah, something too, to manage my, my contacts and stuff. Um, I have a contact list on my Google that goes through my website that um, creates a spreadsheet via um, Google. Huh. But it's not really a good enough CRM for me. Because they say, I think they say the, the sale is actually made within like the third contact of some people. Yeah. Yep. Because they're really stubborn. Um, I need something to annotate that, 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 that keeps me posted. Hey, you send an email to this particular person. This was your first contact. Um, maybe try again in ten days or something. The way I normally do it, um, normally and and if normally when people contact me, they're gonna book. Um, nine times it's out of like ten, that's just a salesman. It, you oh, know, man. that's just the amazing the amazing skills that I have. But um, okay. seriously, it's because they've already seen everything that they need to see. That's like I don't leave any things out there. Like. I post packages. I post pricing. I don't. I don't want you to ask me any stupid questions. Not stupid questions. I retract that statement. <laughs> I don't want you to ask me any anything unnecessary. You know that can right. be answered without me talking to you. So it's like it's like Walmart. It's like if Walmart didn't post prices on their stuff and you had to ask somebody what's the price, that engagement didn't need to happen. So I want to eliminate that. I want to post any type of questions. And my frequently asked questions that you might come that might pop in your head, because when you come to me, I want you to be ready. Like I want you to be ready for everything. I want you to be ready to make a down payment. I want you to know how my down payment my down payment process works. So normally, within the first contact, if I'm not working on getting you a contract, and you're like, okay, well, let me think about it. If I get bored one day, I might email you again. But I'm I'm probably not. I'm just sorry. Like it's and it's not because I'm amazing or all this stuff. It's just I have a lot of moving pieces in my life. Yeah. And I don't really I forget a lot of stuff. If I don't write it down, if it's not in my calendar, nine times out of ten, I'm gonna forget about it. And that's just the way that I roll, man. So even follow ups, I have to schedule follow ups in my agenda, in my calendar. Because if I don't put it in there, I'm gonna forget about it. Like I don't care if it's like, hey, Call me back in 45 minutes. If I don't put it down, <laughs> I'm going to forget, you know. My wife, she writes me sticky notes because she knows 
I'm gonna forget because it's just it's so many moving pieces. So I would yeah. say look into a really good um, CRM program or something, um, yeah. which helps you stay organized. So you can be better than me and Aaron because Aaron didn't say it on this podcast, but the last podcast he just said, guys, this guy just said how he sucks at following up with people, and he'll follow up with people like months <laughs> later to see if they're booked and they're probably already booked. I think so, that was on this episode. It was on the last one too. I might have just, you know, gassed it up a little bit, whatever. <laughs> but it's my turn to talk, so I'm going. I'm free to say whatever I want to say. <laughs> oh, this is getting more fun as we go along. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> so that's all I got, man. Yeah, Luke, you got anything else on, on that, man? Does that does that answer any of your questions? You got any further questions based on those? Uh, no, not too much. I know, no, they were pretty helpful. So taking notes. Yeah, very nice. Um, <clears throat> so let's let's go on to the next uh, topic then, and this is going to be, you know, a, a different perspective as well because you are still beginning. Um, but what is some advice, you know, two months into this thing, that you can give to someone who, like, let's say they they listen to this podcast and they decide tomorrow I'm going to shoot some weddings. What advice do you got, man? Yep. So for me, I tend to overthink things, and so no, you don't. <laughs> And I, I think it's a natural uh, thing for humans to do. And I know, I think it was in one of the previous casts about how it's like 90% mental and 10% yeah. actual work. Everything else. And I would, yeah, I would 100% agree with that. And it's like, even like right now I'm just talking, as I'm talking, there's like things going on where you're like, well, is this going to work out or is this going to line up or how am I going to shoot that? things like or for my next gig and things like that so I guess my advice getting to the point would be try not to dwell on it and just keep it simple and I know that's it's Mm -hmm. easier said than done but that would be my biggest advice and it's gonna it's gonna take time starting out not as you may not progress or get as many clients as you want starting but I know with time it'll come Mm, yeah. absolutely that's good stuff and absolutely. you know keeping it simple that's one of my that's one of my things um, I, I know you know this and probably anybody who's listened to enough podcasts to hear you know up to this point knows this as well <clears throat> but you know just like I said in uh, the the simplifying gear episode um, just like you know in engineering and mechanics like the more moving parts you have the more likely something is to fail um, so being a new machine at this kind of thing you really don't want a lot of moving parts uh, because, you know, we have so many moving parts already in our lives. As Chaz said, um, you really want things to be simple. The mm-hmm. more simple, the better. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, if this is your first wedding, don't drop $10,000 on gear mm-hmm. and a new drone and a slider and a crane. Like, just cool out for a little bit. You know, you don't even know what kind of style you are yet. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. how would you even know if you need those shots? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, keeping it simple, that's that's great advice for somebody starting out. Uh, Chaz, what do you got to add, man? Nothing, man. That was that was that was a great advice, Luke. Um, Thank you. That's that's really it, man. I think there's an army acronym we used to say all the time was um, "kiss, keep it simple, stupid." Keep it simple, stupid. Yep. That's <laughs> and the that's one. that's really it, man. That. It's it's so it's it's easy to say it now, um, but on your first wedding, you're gonna probably overcomplicate things. And oh yeah, oh yeah just always revert back to keeping it simple like it allows you to be more 
flexible with things that don't go as planned. It allows you to be more creative, um, you know, especially um, Philip. Um, Philip White was talking about how, you know, he shoots with one lens and one camera. Yeah, like, shout out to him the whole day basically and he said what it does is it forces you to think outside of the box mm-hmm. um and i thought that was really dope because like the other day when me and you were shooting you were on an 85 and i was on a 70 to 200 mm-hmm. the difference is we almost have the same focal length but you have to move so you have yep. to you have to think about things before you do it with me i can stand in this one spot and i can just zoom in i don't have to do anything and it kind of gives you different <laughs> feelings you know what i'm saying um, yeah, for sure. It makes you it makes you activate different parts of your brain when you're shooting and stuff. So um, yeah, just keep it simple, man. Um, and again, like I said on the last podcast, man, this is a marathon. This is not a sprint. If you sprint, you're gonna you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose badly. Um, yeah. And understanding your first year is not what it's gonna be like every year. I think I'm I'm pretty sure about everybody their first year like. You know, they had a handful of weddings. The next year, it probably doubled, and so mm-hmm. forth and so forth. You know, I think I went from doing. I think my first year, I think I had, like three weddings, or three or four weddings, and for 2019, I'm knocking on. Right now, I'm like booked for 30. Whoa! I want to say Ooh. 32, already. Jeez. But I want to do 40. Once I get 40, then I'm tapping out. Um, it's a lot of weddings, but again, like this is year this is year three for me, dealing with weddings. I shouldn't weddings full time, just dealing with weddings in general. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just man, you'll be all right. Stop tripping. Have yeah, a drink. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're old enough to drink, you know, yeah. have a glass of wine, <laughs> a, drink, uh, a shot, whatever your choice of, of drink is, and just Chill loosen out. up and have a good yeah. time. Yeah. Um, that goes for anything in life. Just loosen up a little bit, you know. Yeah, let your man. figure of hair down, or if yeah. you have real hair, like Chaz, uh, let it down. Yeah. I don't have any hair. I, I couldn't let it down any farther than it is. That's, uh, that's fine too. <laughs> Luke, you got anything else there, man? Yeah, d- uh, one one <coughs> comment on the keeping the gear simple. So I know even for me in the past two months, I've probably had like ten different setups that I was swore that I was going to get, and now <laughs> I have only I have like in the future, getting in the future, and then now. Yeah as I've started to round out what was really important to me as far as like the gear that's gonna get me what I want to have the outcome to be. And you just have to keep it simple with that as well, similar to what Philip White uh, that Chad's mentioned about having the one lens. Maybe not have just one lens, but in general, make it to where you have to be creative or you can't get lazy. So, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't get lazy. Yeah, <clears throat> that's what uh, that's what zoom lenses do. They allow you to be lazy and not be creative. Um, but I won't get into my gear hate for now. That's for another episode. I hate on gear too much. Um, so we've got a listener question here uh, that I do want to answer. But Chaz, when are you dropping nugget of the day? Um, I can the, do that soundbite. That's, that's at the very end, bro. The very saving okay. it, bro. All right, save the best for last. Nugget yeah. of the day. Y'all heard that. Stay tuned after this commercial break. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We don't have commercials yet. <clears throat> so uh, this listener question, guys, and Luke, I want you to answer this first, yep. um, just to see how you know things are going for you, and then uh, Chaz and I will will kind of you know drop some different knowledge on it. Uh, but the question is, and again, I, I forgot to write down who this was from. Um, but what have you done to market your business just starting out? Um, and I assume you know marketing 
sales, all that kind of stuff. Like, what are you doing just starting out to get your name out there? Yep. So for me, I know uh, I made business cards right, right after the first wedding because I learned real quick. I had like one or two people come up to me, ask me what my company name was. And at that point, I was just like, I don't know what my company name is. But um, <laughs> so I, I made a decision to figure that out. And then also just using social media to your advantage uh, and wording things in a way that will make want, make people want to jump on what you're offering. So I know for me, like I'd mentioned at the very beginning, I put out, a, I listed the price that I, was will, that I was willing to start out as, and then I mentioned that I was transitioning into it and uh, posted my video along with it that I had made for free, from the past first wedding. And that's really mm -hmm. starting out. And then now, since I have a little bit more Experience. I know two months isn't that long, but I'm already trying to pull away from offering any type of quote unquote deals because I'd rather wait out for longer for clients that actually want to book me versus who are just doing it because it's cheap. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's a good point. And also something starting out like, you know, if you run a special for 500 bucks, you could probably book 500 weddings yeah, exactly. next year. Um, and that's a good way to ruin your entire next year because it will be terrible. Uh, I promise you that you will get tired of shooting $500 weddings very quickly. Um, Chaz, when you were starting out, dude, what did you do as far as marketing your brand? Man, um, um, I'm, I'm not saying this is for everybody, um, <laughs> but it takes money to make money. Um, Here we go. <clears throat> From my experience, um, I saw the flourish when I started investing in my brand. And when I say investing in my brand, that might have been paid marketing, um, paid ad placement, um, just different things to get. Because the biggest thing is you want to get your you want to get your work in front of people. You know, um, Aaron vouch for me like I'm a big stifler on putting your work out there for the public to see. Because like I told Aaron a long time ago. You can be the best whatever, like in the universe. You can be the best painter, the best basketball player, the best whatever in the world. But if the public doesn't see it, the public doesn't know about it. So yeah. you have to jump out there, put your stuff out where the public can see it. And, you know, two features later, you know, Aaron is on Love Stories TV, you know, <laughs> because of the advice of what I'm telling you guys right now. Yeah, that was advice directly from Chaz Reed. You know, just put it out there, guys, and um, see what happens. Um, and that's that's really it, man. Like, just put it out there. Either public will like it or they won't, but whatever. Who yeah. cares? I don't care. Yeah, for me starting out, um, Chaz don't care. <laughs> um, you just you do what you do. Chaz ain't worried about it. <laughs> uh, for me starting out, social media was the biggest factor. Um, you know, just kind of letting everybody know what you're doing mm -hmm. and you know making it like Chad said public like that's something I'm still getting better with because uh, I'm a pretty private person like I'm just not posting my business everywhere mm -hmm. but yeah just putting it out there for the public and you know getting eyes on it and getting referrals that way and you know really starting out that social media factor was one of my biggest things um, as far as getting the future bookings as mm -hmm. well so Luke is there anything else uh, you know you think you want to add on there uh, as far as you know, the whole episode goes. Anything else you got for the listeners? Uh, just don't don't be afraid to put it out there because I know you're we're you being yourself are your hardest cri critic. So yeah, 
just put it out there and you'll you may be surprised with the response that you get as long as you're genuine and not asking people to give you anything <laughs> i like that Chaz. it's time nugget of the day that was so horrible come on Chaz. Oh. you gotta give me some kind of credit man i'm trying over here <laughs> I say, I guess the, the vocal cords are messed up right now. All right, check it, guys. The nugget of the day, man, the nugget of the day. So the nugget of the day is going to talk about random tidbits and tips that can help you guys out, whether it comes to weddings, life, whatever. So today's go. nugget of the day is take care of your feet, guys. Um, I can't put enough emphasis on this. I average about either six to I've done 12 miles at a wedding day before. So I average about six to 12 miles of walking. And I would honestly tell you that if you have on crappy shoes or you're trying to wear the nice wingtips or the is. chucks, yo, listen, you're going to pay the price. So <laughs> go out, put on some shoes, man, test them out, see how to make your feet feel and be comfortable. Like Like we've been talking about the whole podcast, it's really about taking away all external mind things that you might be going through so if your feet hurt guess what that's affecting your performance so what you want to do is eliminate all of that stuff go out invest in some nice you know wedding shoes and stuff that you you're comfortable working in that take care of your feet and just be amazing that day um yeah guys that's the nugget of the day aaron back to you <laughs> Yeah, man. So are there any specific brands you want to give a shout out to on the nugget of the day? Oh, man. Let me tell you guys. <laughs> listen, guys, if you don't know by now, I'm black. OK, and I'm not buying this particular brand, guys. I'm just going to be honest, like I'm wearing the Nikes and the Jordans and stuff. But I took a visit to the Skechers outlet out here in uh, Smithfield, North Carolina, <laughs> and I asked them for their most comfortable walking shoes. And. They showed me this new line of walking shoe. I can't remember the brand. I can't remember the model or whatever you call it of this shoe. But guys, the nickname for this shoe that I gave it is called the space shoe because it mm. feels like you're literally walking on a different planet. Like it's not a memory foam. It's like a it's like a a stress mat insole or something. It was so <laughs> it was so good. Listen up, guys. It was so good. I bought two pairs of guys. <laughs> did you? And what I did, I gave my homie <laughs> a pair for Christmas. And Aaron, I want you to give them a comprehensive review on these these shoes that oh, I gave you for Christmas. All right, yeah. So listen, that was me. Uh, he he got me the shoes, uh, and I'm a I'm a skeptic by nature. Um, so you know when Chaz is like, man, these are the most comfortable shoes I've ever worn uh, for a wedding. I'm thinking like there's no way they're more comfortable than my Nikes. Like you know, I've been I've been rolling with my black Nikes for a while now, and and they never leave me wanting anything different. Um, so then yesterday, Sunday at this wedding, um, me and Chaz meet up outside the hotel where they're getting ready, and he hands me this box that for some reason he has taped shut and written my name on, because uh, I guess it really was a Christmas present. <laughs> and you know, so I slide them out of the box, and sure enough, it says Skechers on them. Uh, which I was a little weary about just because, you know, Skechers isn't my main brand. Um, slide them on my feet. It got a little weird lacing system happening. Um, but then all those little weird things went away when I stood up. And it's a hard feeling to describe. Uh, you know, of course, I should say we're not sponsored by Skechers, but maybe we can work something out, Skechers, if you're please, listening. Please, please. Uh, I don't know if Skechers listens to this podcast, <laughs> but <laughs> but if they do, um, you know, give me a call and we'll, we'll work it out. Um, but yeah, when I stood up, it's, I'm trying to imagine a way to describe it. 
it's almost like gravity was being pulled away from you while you were walking and standing. <laughs> like, I mean, you, Chaz know, knows what I mean, but it's literally, it's just comfortable. And we went to this wedding, right? The toast. So on the on the schedule, uh, they've got two toasts lasting five minutes apiece. Um, and then after those two toasts, they had two more people decide that they want to talk. And so then when the wedding planner's trying to wrap it up, we had a, a fifth person decide that they wanted to, to toast. Um, and lo and behold, the fifth person decided they wanted to toast for about half an hour <laughs> um, with a lot of math involved. Um, so also, and you know, anybody who listens to this and you're going to give a toast, don't toast about math. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody. Um, toast something sentimental about the love for the couple and get get out of there. Keep it simple. That's our motto today. Um, but yeah, so me and Chaz, I think we stood up there for about 40 minutes um, without being able to move, you know, for these uh, these toast shots. And honestly, my feet didn't hurt, you know? Like, if you wear dress shoes to a wedding, by the time you're in prep, like halfway through prep, you're like, ah, wish I had like a change, you know, because my feet are, my dogs are barking. Um, but man, in the Skechers, there was, there was no discomfort. Even at the end of the day, it was just... It was like I just started my day. So Thanks. this episode was brought to you by Skechers. Skechers. It's the S. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, Luke, you got anything else for the listeners today? I'm going to wrap this thing I up. I do not. All right, cool. Well, I don't have any nuggets uh, as far as nuggets of the day go, but keep it simple, guys. Uh, don't overcomplicate things on yourself. Uh, just cool out, relax, have a good time, be professional, shoot great work edit great stories, make lots of money. Um, as always, like us on iTunes. If you don't have an iTunes, create one just for this purpose. Um, like us on Stitcher, Listener Notes, uh, PodcastShows.com. I don't know. Whoever's playing podcasts, and you can find us on there. Uh, leave us a, a nice rating or review. Um, and, you know, let, let us know what you want to hear, how you want to hear it, who you want to hear it from, uh, and we'll be glad to make those things happen. Uh, as always, it's been a great time hanging out with you guys. Listeners, I appreciate you listening. Uh, have a great night. Peace.